AG Camus interview aims to inspire, motivate, enlighten, and of course educate the youth of today for the days of tomorrow. Okay, so for the first ever AG Camus interview, we're joined here um, by Dougie Bell. Um, I think it's fair to say um, Aberdeen legend. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, obviously, as I was just explaining to you off here, Edgy Camus interview is going to be for the for the youth of the future, um, and to try and I'm going to be talking to people that have been successes within their career in different professions and different areas, sport. It doesn't even need to necessarily be famous people per se, just people that have done well in life, yeah. and just to try and get an understanding of what makes them tick, and then what drove them on, who their biggest role models were, um, and. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose for those of you that don't know you, I mean, if you can tell tell us a little bit about yourself, your football career. Uh, well, I started at St Mirren, Alec Ferguson signed at St Mirren when I was just 17. I uh, had a, a year under him. I actually played against Partick Thistle on my debut on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and on Saturday I played him against Celtic and I scored. And after that game, he got sacked. So Ferguson gets sacked off yeah. So I, I just kind of broke through when he kind of I was just turned seventeen when when he left. So that was kind of disappointing for me. But Jim Clooney came in and had a season with him playing right wing, and I don't think he was a big fan of mine. But I got free the end of that season, and I was really fortunate. Alan Ferguson picked me up right away, took me to Aberdeen. So. And then this was this was then the beginning of some real some real housing times for Aberdeen. Um, I mean, lest anyone forget any of the youngsters that are listening out there, and they, a lot of people won't may, may not even think of it. There was a time when Celtic or Rangers never used to win the league, but your Aberdeen side was the last team to break the old firm. Yeah, well, it was it was great for me because I went up there. And my debut for Aberdeen was in Tottenham Hotspur, mm-hmm. and the midfield was Ricky Villa, Ozzy Ardiles, and Glenn Hoddle. So played against Tottenham. And tell us just for everyone, what position did you play? Doing? Midfield. 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 What was it like against Tottenham? Was that a friendly? It was a friend pre-season friendly. But it's tough. I, I was well. It was it was enjoyable for me. I, I was lucky. I think that, that all the bigger games that I played seemed to bring out the best in me. Yeah. So because of that, I was quite lucky. Most of the I was there just over six years. I was fortunate to play nearly most of the big European games and the cup finals against Rangers and Celtic. So. And were you, were you the type of player, for example, when you played against Via, Hoddle and so on and Ardiles, did you come off and then reflect upon your performance? Would, or how, What type of player were you? Or did you go, right, how can I improve there? What did I do wrong? Uh, well, it was interesting that because I hadn't, hadn't seen myself playing on TV before and that particular game was videoed. So the next day, Alec Ferguson went to watch the TV playback and anyway, I was kind of, I was alright on the ball going forward but when I was defending I was kind of wasn't he closing close enough so he wasn't slow to tell me that but it was interesting because it made me learn for that mm-hmm. so you soon you had to learn or you wouldn't be playing what was that like watching yourself and tell was it a bit strange it was strange because I had a funny running style when I seen myself it was it was but but over the years it, it was good because I could pick myself up when I was watching clips on the Saturday night sports scene so I could always see where I was it's interesting when you talk about that with the television because obviously you talk once again with the youth in mind of today the transition between you know my generation was the kind of last generation that made the transition from no internet to internet I suppose it wasn't just my generation but now the kids of today all they know 
Is the internet? I mean, how quickly did the did television begin to play a role in, in football and, and both on and off the pitch? Oh, it was great. It was great playing in the, the European games and the Scottish Cup finals because they were all a lot more live on TV. Yep. So it was it was good to kind of video and watch it by. It was great if you won, if you never won it, but it wasn't so keen to watch it. Yeah. But lucky enough at that time, we won the three leagues, three Scottish Cups, the Cup Winners Cup, so we were on the TV all the time. And what was it like to be managed by Ferguson? That was interesting. It was great for me because I, there was a there was one occasion we played Bayern Munich in the quarter final of the Cup Winners Cup in Olympic Stadium against I was against Paul Breitner. Rimmeriger was playing. Yep. And I got he gave me the man of the match award, right? Which was great. I drew nothing each other there, so he was good at kind of bringing you back to earth. So on the Saturday we played Kilmarnock at Rugby Park, and I didn't think of my playing. I wasn't even sub. I was fourteenth man. I had to carry the kit for the. But it was good for the fact that you didn't get big headed when we kept your feet in the ground. So that was one of his. You couldn't. There wasn't a lot. There wasn't really any time for egos with Ferguson, was there? No, no. He was. He was a man. He never let. He, but it was good for me because. I think I played just under two and a games for Aberdeen in the six year I was there, but I wasn't happy because I never played all the time. But I prob- but what he did do was he kind of knew the games to play me. So European games, the big games around the Celtic used to play. But it was against Partick Thistle or maybe the not so much smaller clubs, but I probably wasn't as good against them. I don't know if I wasn't. I tried any. Any less, it was just adrenaline was bigger, the big games that seemed to bring That's the most That's brought out the most in you, yeah. yeah. The, um, I'm just thinking in this year of self-obsession with Instagram and Facebook and so on, a Ferguson's probably what the world needs a little bit to bring the bring the youth and bring the kids back down to earth, I think. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them. And, I mean, any other anecdotes about Ferguson? I mean, so how long did he manage you before he... Well, so he went for Aberdeen United, didn't he? Uh, he was a... A year with St Martin, then six years with Aberdeen. But when I went to Rangers, I'd get a bad injury the year before I went, and he didn't want me to go. But I thought he had it as back as he'd, that it was a kind of long rib injury, that I wasn't the same player. And I always thought it would be a good time for me to move, and I'd opportunity a couple of teams that. Looking back, I probably should have stayed another couple of years. Aberdeen, but he left the next year anyway, so he was he brought the best to me. But Rangers was your dream move? It was at the time, yeah, big Joe Wallace bought me. And uh, the first year, I was great going at Rangers, but I probably wasn't fit enough. I, I was still kind of struggling a wee bit with the rib injury I had. But th- after big Joe got sacked, Graham Sooners came in, and uh, I played about 20 odd games that year, and that was probably my best. We won the league in the League Cup yep. at Rangers. What would you say about regards? Because you, you said to me off before we started recording, regards your dream move. Um, but with hindsight, d- d- not a regret. Regret's too strong a word. Well, I think I think that they've re- not regret. I'm glad I signed for Rangers, but I probably went for the best team in Scotland, the third best team. Yeah. An Aberdeen team under Fergie worked really, really hard as a unit, and Rangers had some really good players: David Cooper, Alan McCoy, Bobby Russell, Ian Durham's coming through, some cracking players, but. They never worked it as a unit like Aberdeen had done that. Yeah. I found that a wee bit difficult. And so what so what attributes would you say so the Aberdeen were hard working? They had some good skillful players, but they all worked in a unit. Yeah. So they, they worked back and they defended for a front. They were really what, good at that. Well, how, that, 
what's, what's the old saying? Hard, hard work beats skill, or what is it? Hard work beats skill when skill doesn't work hard, or something like that. Yeah, uh, and that was definitely the case. It was hard work, and under Fergie, you, you just had to give your best all the time. There was that much competition for places. Every time you played, I did to justify to keep your place the next week by a good performance. As a younger man, Ferguson, did you did, when you were managed by him, did you feel as if you were touched by greatness? Did you think he, did he have that aura around him? Did you think he would have reached the heights that he did? No, he, he was he had an aura about him, but I think I think Aberdeen when when they started one of the things and he that he gave a belief to the players that they were going to do things. So all the things he says they were doing, they weren't beating Real Madrid the Cup in this cup, then getting the semi the next year. One in the Super Cup, one in three leagues, three Scottish Cups in a row. No other things were, especially against a right strong Celtic team at the time. Yeah. And the, the Aberdeen side was strong as well, but I'm still guessing that that was the, the level of success they had was well more than what they should have. Well, what, what, what it would have been expected to have been, have been obtained? Aye, I think they'd done aye. Well, aye, it was a. Uh, Scottish football, I don't think. I don't think Glasgow. We're ready for a big Aberdeen team one things because Celtic Rangers won everything, didn't they? Yeah. You know, I won a double 84. And it was a great achievement. But I'm kind of proud to play in that, that six years. That's probably the best six years of Aberdeen history. Yeah. So it's good good for me looking back. And I got up to Aberdeen quite a lot. And it's, it is recognised that that was a really successful side. And, and as you say, it just goes to show you what happens and what you can achieve if you work hard, which... Um yeah, on the day of the exam results coming out is just as pertinent as a, a message as any for for any youngsters out there. Um, the looking back to your own education, where did you go to school? I went to Green Falls High. Oh, and couple Common of them. Yeah, that's that's a lot of changes recently. The Queen visited as well. Aye, and I was doing I was I doing I played in a, a charity game down there about six months ago, and it's, it's changed a lot. New football park, it's, and that's really like, nice inside. It's like you're dropped into the American. Middle class. Uh, it's a beautiful, oh, beautiful nice. school. It made me old because I, I was the the the, the 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 all the school guys I went to school with. That was it just opened. Mm-hmm. That was opening when we went. It was a brand new school. Yeah. And it's funny to go to another brand new school. Yeah. So. The uh, lot of, probably by a lot of changes for when you were. Did you ever get the belt? Ah, I get the belt several times. Yeah. Was I, it sore? I was sore. Yeah. yeah. Also, I get I get I wasn't I was decent at school and. The, one of the teachers, Mr McFarlane, he took the Scotland schools and the Glasgow schools. Yeah. And I, I was meant to go for trials for Glasgow. I never got because my class wasn't the best, best well-behaved. There was a couple of decent players and we never got the school trials. So it was based on behaviour as well as performance? Uh, it was fair enough. That's good discipline, isn't it? When it is. When you look at America, but like, see when you see these, uh, these young American footballers, but they could... They could bum and murder someone over there, and they would still get. They would still get to go to college and still get all the. And with all due respect, they're sometimes thick as well, and they still they still get into their, their college oh, courses. Right. Um, that is good to have that still the discipline with yeah. you. What else? Other changes over the years in education, or or I mean, was it was it a tough school? No, I thought it was. A, it was a good school. All, all my pals all like football, so it was kind of playing the, the school football team, and we played. At lunchtime, at break time, football. But any chance we got and back it? Was were you the Gregory's girl? Was Gregory's girl from? Well, that was coming all time. Ah, it? okay. Uh, that was I'd, I'd left then. Right, okay. And then Gregory's girl too, of course. Uh, and who's your who's your biggest in life, biggest role model and inspiration? Well, I like George Best. He was the one when I was a kid. I really liked. I thought the way he beat people and 
he was a big inspiration to yep. be a football player. Yeah, but that was just that was the one that drove you on and wanted oh, you. Aye, but there was a few, there was a few Scottish players. I was a Rangers fan. I liked Alfie Corn and Derek Johnson. Who's the greatest ever Rangers for you? The best ever Rangers. Well, John Gregg's probably yeah been the, been there so long and the captain and the manager. Yeah. But player wise, there was, well, there was some of the players I played with were good. David Cooper. David Cooper, of course, yeah. Some good players played with. Um, and out of out with football, was there anyone at school, or was there you know who in your personal life or? My dad was a big a big role model for me. He had a good work ethic, so to this day I, I kind of don't like being off work. Kind of mm-hmm. drives you on to be as good as you can be. Yeah, the harder you work, the luckier you get, I suppose. He wanted me better. He was a bus driver. He was trying to get me a better a mechanic, but I wasn't really into it. I wanted to be a football player, so. I was kind of keen on that, so the last couple of at school. Were you a winner? Were you always convinced that you were going to make it? Well, As a footballer? Or did you I have to work it? You, you know you sometimes hear about these footballers that might not necessarily be the best, but they work, you uh, know, they work I, hard. I, I had quite good ability, but I had a really good fitness. I had a good engine. I was always quite a good runner, and I think when it came to the runs and that, I was always I was fit. Yeah. So I think that helped, especially the Aberdeen team, the way they played. The um, regards that with fitness in Scottish football and looking forward to the future, as I say, for maybe some of the kids out there that are promising young footballers, where do you see Scottish football in five, ten years? Will we get to a major tournament in the, any time soon? Well, it's hard to say, isn't it? It's just been really, the last few years have been, have been pretty drastic, yeah. haven't they? The Scottish team. Yeah. It's difficult. When I was a kid, I've played football. Yeah. It's new, there's that many different things from the day with computers and. Just it's a different generation now, isn't it? When and the local councils have locked up their... It's hard to go into a football pitch ah, these days. But it's, it's, it's true what you say nowadays, and I think it is directly because of computers and so on. But, I mean, I remember you used to... I was one of the people that played on it, but that ash pitch down at Eastfield, you yeah. were driving by in the summer, there'd be 22 bodies yeah. on it every night yeah. over summer. Now you drive by and it's a ghost town, and that's the same with all most pitches now. Well, when I was a kid, even even when I... We played at Seafar School Park. Yeah. And uh, used to be, when I even was at Aberdeen, I used to come back the weekend and see my mum and dad, and I'd get up on Sunday and still play with all the guys. Yep. On a bit, there was like 30, 40 people off, they just turned up there at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning and played football. Yeah, and that was it for the, yeah, that that was was it it. For the full uh, time, the full show. Yeah. And I mean, is, is there any, you were saying obviously you've, you've, finished, you've finished writing a book, yeah? Yeah, I'm doing a, just a, a book about my football career. But so, is that, have you got a publisher for that Sunday picked up? Well, they're looking at the publisher now. The Times, I think they're going to serialise it. Brilliant. Well, but it's just going to get close to finishing. And do you, read, do you read a lot in your spare time? I do, I read, I read yeah, I like. Is there any, anything in particular that inspired you? Was it growing up, or is there any favourite readers that you have, or writers rather that you have? I kind of like adventure books. Yeah. I, I like reading holiday, just, I tend not have that much time to read at home. Yeah. Just where, like a game of golf after work and yeah. that kind of thing so yeah. I like it all they always take a couple of books and all you can't beat a bit of reading that's the uh, thing I have to say it's, um, I, I find especially now with the uh, I find especially now with constant invasion by phones and laptops and everything that see just getting a wee half an hour 40 minutes before bed and just getting a read you can't beat it no I'm sure you can't beat it well so I'm really really grateful for you for joining us the first ever Edgy Camus interview relatively painless uh, I'm, I'm, yes, it went superbly well. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you.
Sam is interviewed, aims to inspire, motivate, enlighten, and of course educate the youth of today for the days of tomorrow.